African parents just get upset and get mad. And then it's like, you don't understand, you don't understand like what you did. You don't understand like why it was bad. Cause they're just so mad. But all you know is that when you get, <laughs> you home, get home, it's over. It's, like, yo, my, it's you're sitting there and you're like, yo, my life is over. Like I'm sitting, like you my can't. Life is over. Welcome, my brothers, my sisters. This is the new African Dad Podcast. I am your co-host, Tony. And I'm your co-host, Greg. I am married and have a four-year-old, Leyland. And she is a handful. <laughs> and I am a uh, father of two, uh, Idris and Eliana. Um, she is four weeks old. And yeah, we have a lot to talk about because, yeah, being a dad, being an African dad, is yeah it has the challenges so uh we came up with this podcast because yeah we just want to just show y'all what it's like being a dad and greg can take it from there yeah what it's like being a dad what it's like being a dad that likes to travel with their kids what it likes being a dad that wants to have unique experiences and experience that we that i didn't have as a kid and those challenges are are very, very interesting. And I feel like a lot of people can relate. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, to start off with, uh, we're going to have a dad joke every episode. Because uh, anyone who knows me knows I love dad jokes. So, we're going to start it off with this one. Alright. Did you know that the first french fries were not cooked in France? <laughs> I did not know that. Please tell me where they were cooked. They will cut the grease. <laughs> oh man, I, don't, yeah, I told you I I love yeah. corny dad. <laughs> so he he likes corny dad jokes. Uh, I hope there's some people out there that like corny dad jokes. I I mean it was funny, but he really liked it. <laughs> I, I do I do love corny dad jokes. Uh, all right. So in the first topic, uh, this dude he's gonna be traveling to the Caymans. Uh, so we thought it would be cool to just talk about traveling with kids. So, yeah, man, what, what's... Yeah, um, so we, we've traveled a lot with Lay over the years. Um, our first big trip with her was with my family. We did Barcelona, Lisbon, and Casablanca, and she was six months old at the time. A lot of people think, are you crazy? She's six months old. Why would you do that to yourselves? Um... For us, we look at it in a sense of we want to have those experiences with her. We also want to have those experiences with our family. Um, and it's fun for her to look back at those pictures, to see her at a young age and see her in these different places. Um, Barcelona, we went to Sagrada Familia. We went to the beach. And we have all those memories that we created. And I'll never forget those moments. Was it perfect? 100% not. All right. So, so what... What are those imperfect moments like? Give us an example. What happened? It's, uh, you know, having a feeder when you're you're on a tour in, um, Daddy. Yeah, it's those type things. It's her being knocked out as we're going through the palace in, um, in Centra. It's those type things. But the cool parts about it is people seeing you and and seeing that you're traveling with your kid and understanding that. It's a challenge, but you're still doing it, and it's not it's not stopping you from doing the things that you enjoy doing. Um, I'll, 
obviously we're we're very blessed that we have like my family was there and they they helped a lot but i mean it's still a challenge you got to you got to pack a lot um you know diapers and all those type things but i mean so now like, so with that were there were there items that you forgot to pack so i would no not that i forgot but <laughs> Listen, my wife is very meticulous with these things. She's not going to forget much. Okay. But, I mean, we did buy diapers in Casablanca. Yeah. Because we just didn't have enough. I mean, you're going to buy certain things in certain places. And is it going to be Pampers? Is it going to be Dove? Is it going to be those type things? No, but it's going to it's gonna work for what you're looking for. Um, but, so, all right, so to that end, when... You're not getting the name brand that you know. Do you feel like, oh, man, this, this, is this going to work? Is she going to, like, poop out or we're on a, on a tour? Mean, like, I mean, or for the most part, she was fine. I mean, the diapers work well. You got to remember, you're going to different countries. And I feel like a lot of times we're in America think that everything is is not ever going to be up to American standards. <laughs> and that's just not the case. Not the um, case. Yeah. You're going to go and you're going to find quality things um, from formula to diapers to basically whatever you need. So we never had an issue with that. Um, but yeah, it's you're going to have those challenges. But at the end of the day, I think the coolest part is that we're able to go back and look at those pictures and we have those memories. And it's cool that we have those memories with my siblings, my parents, and they always talk about those moments because it was it was a memory that we'll never forget. Um was it 100% perfect? No. I mean, we took a seven and a half hour flight from Boston to Barcelona and she cried probably for an hour and a half um, throughout the whole flight. And we're sitting here trying to calm her down and make sure she's good. And it's it's almost it's it's probably a parent's worst nightmare to be on a plane full of people and having your child cry. Um, I think we handled it well. And people always said, she did so well. She did so well. And in my head, I'm like, bro, you have no idea. But how did you, all right, so how did you prep her to, to be good on the trip or on the flight? Because seven hours on a flight is absolutely, seven hours for adults is brutal. Seven hours with kids yeah. is, <laughs> you know, so, next level. So I think, I think the issue is people saw that we made an effort to get up get her moving, try to calm her down as quickly as possible. Um, but she was she was fine. And it's as uncomfortable as you are on a flight. Just imagine times 100 for a kid. She doesn't have her own seat. She's sitting on you. If you move, your wife moves or something like that, that's going to startle her. And it's just, it's a process. Right. But we knew that. Possible. Like yeah. moving through the seats. Yeah. Like, we, like, you know that going into it, but you just have to accept it and like, not put too much emphasis on it because if you do, then you're now you're you're dwelling on it, you're thinking about it, you're not gonna enjoy yourself. Obviously there's gonna be issues there's situations where it's just not going to be perfect. And as long as you're aware that it's not gonna be perfect, you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Um don't worry about anybody else. If if your daughter's crying, your son's crying, I mean at the end of the day it is what it is. They're babies, that's what they supposed to do. So unless you got that that passionate, excuse me, sir, you mind? <laughs> so I don't know. I've never had that situation happen to me. Luckily, we've always had very good people around us that have always been understanding and wanted to interact with our child. I don't know what I would do in that situation. 
So God has blessed me. <laughs> Listen, God has blessed me that I haven't had to experience that. Um, and it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a blessing, but I mean, I've been on flights where kids have been crying. Um, and it's, I think if you see the parent trying to make an effort, that's all that matters to me, yeah, right? You're yeah, making yeah. an effort. The kid's crying. It is what it is. But if you're just sitting there, like, he's crying. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to do anything. Oh, that's when I that's, feel like people are like, bro, on. what are you doing? Please. Please try Please. do something. Get a pad. Get some snacks. We always travel with snacks because a snack is always going to get a kid happy. Mm. You know, yeah, whatever it is, from puffs to gummy bears to whatever it is, that lollipops. Could... Make sure you have the lollipops. Just Even something sugar free. And then also, like you got to remember, kids' ears are gonna pop. Yep. So have something for like be mindful of that, and have something that can alleviate that. Um, so we we try to be mindful of those things, and and I mean we do a lot of research as well, but we also don't. We're also not worried about everyone else. It's a flight. Yeah. Do people want to sleep? Do people want to relax? Yes, but at the end of the day, it's a flight. Everyone's going somewhere to have a good experience. Um, so I don't think a flight is going to dr- drastically change your whole vacation. You know what I mean? So I don't think any parent goes on a flight and be like, I want my child to cry for four and a half hours. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It, it, and, and once you know that and understand that, like, the parent is probably freaking out more than you are. Internally, I am absolutely just it's, it's, crying inside. Because it, it's you're trying your best to minimize the distractions to everybody else. Yeah. And as long as we have a little empathy and understand that kids are going to be kids and that sometimes parents aren't going to be able to control their kids, um, and just having that empathy, you'll be fine. But as parents, I mean, you just got to... You just got to... Do what you're going to do, try your best, and try not to have it derail your whole vacation. Because, listen, we, we work hard as parents to provide our kids the lives we want um, and to have those moments and have those experiences. So we, we're entitled to that, um, and we shouldn't let anybody throw us off. Um, so then how, uh, what is, all right, so obviously you traveled internationally, uh, so you have to get the passport, the global entry. Like it was that experience hard? What, what was that like? Because I have my own story about passport and global entry. So what's what's so obviously I I do a lot of research on my trips. I want them to I in my head want them to be as flawless as possible. Um, so we had a discussion that I think global entry would be great because once we get back to Boston after you know a seven and a half hour flight. Ideally, if we could just get through customs and just wait for our bags and get moving, that would be ideal. Um, but the issue with that is global entry to get an interview is a nightmare. And oh. to get an interview in Boston is a nightmare. Yeah. So my in-laws, they had, they had to wait over like six, seven months. So they had to change their, um, their appointment to drive up to, like, to Vermont for three hours. Yeah, we do that. Like, yeah. So, so, and the craziest part is, like, we went up to, I don't know, it's literally the Vermont border with Canada. Yeah. And so, as a result, we had to bring Lay. She's, I don't know, four months, five months at the time. So, we drive up there. 
and like honestly having a six month old or five month old in a car for that amount of time is a nightmare so but we get up there and it's all right you guys are good check it off we're probably there 15 minutes and it's like and we couldn't so do, we couldn't do this over the phone that's so annoying and it's like but we made a we made a we made a weekend out of it we went to vermont we ended up going um uh, Burlington, Vermont after, spent a night there, and had an experience. It was dope. Um, but we have global entry, and I, I mean, does it make the time pass by faster? Yes, because you're not sitting and waiting through that massive line. But then again, you're still waiting on the back end to get your luggage, because traveling with a kid, you're, you're packing oversized stuff and all that type of things, yeah. but... To not have to wait in a line kind of makes it easier because you can kind of walk with there and, and do things. But I mean, I do like Global Entry. I also like um, TSA PreCheck because you and just clear. You just get through it faster. Yeah. And I don't think we'll ever go back to not having those things just because 100%. those luxuries are just amazing. Um, but Tony, what about your your first experience with Idris traveling? Where'd you guys go? We went to the Azores uh, for the first trip with. Uh, with Idris and uh, yeah, no, that was that was a, that was a good trip. So that was in 2020, 2021? 2021? Yeah, that was twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was twenty twenty one. Jeez, and uh, yeah, just we got the we got his passport. Cool. I think he he got it maybe four months. So you know, booked everything. Cool, cool, cool. We get to the Azores. We have our. Uh, our vacation, we come back, dude at the global entry, we give him our passports, we give him our cards. He's like, So where's where's the little man's uh global entry? Like, I don't know. He he's he's under no, at the time he turned he just turned one. So he's like, he's one years old. Well, he doesn't need the global entry card. He's like, No, sir, he needs a, a global entry card. I'm like, okay. He needs a passport, okay, cool. But the global entry, like all right, I don't, I don't think that's necessary, but it is what it is. Cool, we got it. Um, but it's just one of those things that you would think it's cool, but no, you want to make sure that they do get those, um, uh, like those verifications. They, they have the the passport, they have the global entry. Um, if they're on clear, um, you know, you want to get them on that uh, program as well. So. Yeah, just crossing your T's, dotting your I's when you travel, just making sure you have all those documents um, because traveling internationally is way different than traveling domestically. Um, you know, obviously you can just jump on a plane or actually nowadays, well, no, I think they actually um, they extended the real IDs. So for us, I think we're, we're good. Obviously, as a as a young, uh, like an infant, you don't need those. But yeah, real IDs, make sure you get those too. Um, but yeah, traveling with Idris was was definitely uh, a challenge the first time. Um, just because, one, it was his first time on a plane, so he was super excited. He was under one, but he was turning one in a couple of weeks. Um, we wanted to get some wings for him, but... It was still like iffy on the COVID policies, um, so then just going through the airports, he's looking around, he's seeing like 
you know, I've he's never been in such a environment before. For one, two, it's like a year after, like you know, COVID has like hit the country or hit the the world really, and so things getting back to normal. There's so many people. He's not used to so many people. And then, like, we get into the lounge. He's just like, yeah, he's cool. actually you're in the lounge. <laughs> he was actually like mad cool in the, in the lounge. And there were like kids were just, like running around. There was like little infants that were screaming, and he was just taking it all in. He was just you know looking around. He's like, yeah, you know. But now, when you see Idris like these days, you you understand like how his like cool nonchalant like demeanor. It it just makes sense at the time. Yeah, it's, he's he's chilling. <laughs> yeah, he's chilling. Um, one thing about traveling internationally is they always have a line, a shorter line for for families with kids. Um, yeah. when we traveled to Barcelona, we had no idea. Um, because we flew from Boston to Barcelona, Barcelona to Lisbon, Lisbon to Casablanca, and then Casablanca back to Boston. And we were in the long line, and they said, "No, no, no, you have a kid. You have a kid. Go to the short line." And it's they make sure like. Having a child is, you know, they want to make sure everything's as easy as possible because they understand. Traveling with a child, we had hot water, we had, you know, breast milk, we had all those type things that we needed for our child. And just to, just them noticing that, you know, you guys need to get through security as fast as possible, you know, made that little difference and be like, oh, this is cool. Because they don't do that in the States. Um so, so that aspect of it was really cool. Um, you know, in terms of we brought a umbrella stroller, mm. um, yeah, those type things. It's like, do you need a stroller? Well, yeah, because what are you gonna do? Hold her on you the whole time, and definitely need that. Stroller. It's a stroller that fits over uh, overhead uh, compartments because I tell you, if you don't have that and you have to like you know check it in. Oh, we did just... that the first time. We checked it in with the with the car seat, and it's again traveling with a kid. It's <laughs> not for the for the faint of heart. Um, but you learn a lot. You learn a lot, and it's and at the end of the day, it's that experience. Like doing all those things is fun. It's not fun in the moment. I'll I'll tell you that. But looking back on it, we're happy that we did it. We're happy that we're able to have that experience with her. We're happy that he's four now. We can show him the pictures of her being scrapped Amelia, her being on the beach in Barcelona, or her being in, in Centra and all these palaces. Mm -hmm. That is fun. Like, like I think being a dad and in the process of becoming a dad, um, those are the type of experiences that I always wanted. And then I'm able to do those and able to have them with my parents and my siblings. And, you know, we traveled when they went to the Azores in 2021. We went probably three or four days later, so we were there for that. And to see the kids interact and how how they enjoy each other and how the families had a good time, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Does do you have your moments where it's a headache and it's stressful? One hundred percent. But I I think every situation, even if you're traveling in the states, you're gonna have that. So it's just it's just mitigating them and understanding that they're gonna happen. And then figuring out what to do when they happen. And, you know, and understanding that kids kids are going to be kids all the time. And understanding if, like, a situation when they're tired and, and understanding that 
all right, this dude is super tired, he hasn't slept, or she's super tired, hasn't slept, and she is on the verge of having a, a, a breakdown. So do you have any, like, travel accessories that is going to help with to mitigate the breakdown so, or to like lay them out on the on, on the car uh, that not the car seat but the plane seats like wh- what are some of the what are some of the things that you bring one for yourself but then for the for the kid as a as I've got to have this so i mean now that she's older she's able to you know kind of take care of herself and do the things she wants to do she knows she has her pad. She knows she has snacks. She knows she has toys in her bag. So she's able to, you know, say, hey, daddy, I want this. Hey, mommy, I want this. Whatever, whatever. Um, I know there's a lot of people that don't like pets. Um, and that's, you know, for a later podcast, we can talk about that then. Um, but we give her her pad. And a lot of times we only give it to her when we're out to eat. Because we're, we're enjoying ourselves. We're talking with people. We're having a drink. We're having a glass of wine. And so after she's done eating... What is she going to do? So she's able to play with her pad and, and, you know, keep herself occupied while we're enjoying ourselves and enjoying that moment. And she's quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, like, again, snacks. Like, snacks are important. Um, because if they're freaking out, a snack can, you know, alter their brain and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what, that's legit. I'll have a snack and I'll be good. And it's just having that and, the, you know. The worst thing is packing the wrong snacks. Oh my, so we, we went out actually uh, this past weekend. We brought the kids um, to the aquarium and then we went to the tap room, uh, Sam, Sam, Adam, Sam Adams uh, tap room. So I was like, all right, I'll pack some snacks for Idris. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> He's getting hungry. I, I bust out the snacks for him. I was like, hey, just here, here's some snacks. He opens yeah, he opens the bag. It's like, hmm, you know, like, I'm like, Idris, come on, man. Like, I know you like these snacks, but I bought the wrong ones. The thing is, like, so the I'm sure you all know that if you don't buy the right type of snack, or even if it's the brand that they they know and love, they are not going to eat them. So then, obviously, they're just, they're upset. They're, they're cranky. Because you should know better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you would think, like, okay, it's a, it's a slight flavor differential. Like, okay. Uh, it, uh, uh. But no, he was not having it. Uh, so it's, it, so I, I understand, like, have, make sure you have the right snacks. I make sure... If it's if it's uh if we don't get the right snacks, then okay, we gotta find somewhere who that does that we can go to that sells some snacks for him because dude loves his snacks. He loves to eat. He loves just oh yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you know how it is with Lay too. Yeah. Lay's the same way. Yeah, she likes what she likes, and then also like understanding that, especially if you're going to Europe or somewhere overseas. Um, understanding the first day is going to be absolute trash. Mm. First day is complete trash. For one, if you're traveling to Europe, you're usually leaving at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Um, and you're traveling overnight. Um, so as excited as you are, your child is also excited. 
Yeah. Um, whether you know it or not, they can sense the excitement in yeah. you. And, kids, you know, kids, they can just sense that. Everything. Um, so just understand, like, not sleeping and you're not sleeping. Everyone's on edge the first night, the first day. Um, so getting through the first day is probably the biggest hurdle because once the you're, time difference. Yeah. It, their naps. Yeah. So once you get there and understand, like, all right, this dude might freak out or this girl might freak out. I mean, it is what it is. But as long as you get through the first day, eat, have some type of semblance of a day, um, and then get on, get on that schedule. Go to bed, get the kids to bed early, and get so the next day is a better day than the first. The day after that's better. The day after that's better um, is important. But yeah, it, the first the first full day is is tough. So how how is it when you're introducing new foods to? Uh, to lay, Listen. you know, and it, obviously it's a new country, new environment. Like, what's how do you how do you get her involved into eating? So again, new? being African, <laughs> <laughs> um, and having my parents, um, we're blessed that my parents are able to watch her on a regular basis. Um, they've had her try so many different foods, mm. and um. Yeah. As a result, she's tried a multitude of African foods. Um, you know, she's had the pasta. She's had the spaghetti sauces. We we enjoy going out to eat, so she's been out to those places. She's tried different foods, a variety of different foods. And it's, it's just us mindfully saying, we like different foods, and we're going to have you try different foods. And, yeah. you know, it's just us doing that. Um I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, kids only like chicken fingers and fries. And that's, I mean, they do like those things. It's true. I mean, I mean, everybody likes those things from time to time. But, I mean, my mom was having her eat rice and salmon and, and cassava leaf and, and fufu and things like that when she yeah, was a gonna baby. Have, we're going to have a discussion about African foods. Don't you worry. So Jen, Don't forget that salon jollof rice is oh, top notch. But yeah, go go back. Go, yeah, go ahead. Um, my mom was very much um, had her try a variety of different things, and we also wanted her to try different things. Um, I'm fortunate. My wife is a nurse, so she she's in those circles. She's a pediatric nurse, so she knows a lot of those things. So we were free to try different things, and she knows, you know, try this, and then wait a couple days and see if she's allergic. And luckily, Layla's not allergic to anything, so she eats a lot of things. And we also try her with stuff. We we try her with, you know, salmon or chicken or she's had lamb. She's had yeah, literally everything, which is cool um, because it's kind of unfortunate when you go places. They don't have like they don't have chicken fingers and fries in Europe. Yeah. Like that. So for her to be able to try things. And the cool thing was we're in the Azores. Um, we're eating great Portuguese food. It's, you know, we're eating top-notch Portuguese food, handmade, um, homemade Portuguese food. And she was eating that. And to see um, Tony's mother-in-law, is she eating food? Does she like it? And she's like, yeah, she loves it. <laughs> to see, and obviously it's the same with an African family. Like you see an African grandmother, to see people eat your food is something that is unmatched. Um, so she she loved that. She loved that. And um I love that for her that she's able to try those different things and 
that we can we have pictures of her eating fish that she probably doesn't even know what it is, but she thought it was good. Um, yeah. And so those those experiences, even though they're very minuscule, they're not they're not massive. It's not like we went to the aquarium and we did this, we did that. Those little things um, are important because it's a memory. It's you know she ate some random fish in the Azores and she liked it. Yeah, I mean, but like food, food experiences like evoke emotion, right? So, like you can have a, a specific type of food. And if it if it's been a while <clears throat> since you had it, and you, you eat it like so, like when we went to the Azores, it's a specific uh, type of dish that I love to have. And when we had it, it was just like, oh yes. And so then with the kids, you know, when when they're able to feel emotion with food, when they're able to say like, okay, I really like this food, or. No, I don't like this food. Yeah, the, that comes with emotion. That comes with like learning about what your kids truly love uh, about you know the, their their taste buds, what they like about um, the different foods that they're they're trying. So I mean, it's it's always important to try and diversify what type of foods like your kids are gonna have because yeah, you don't want them to just eat. Chicken fingers, cold cuts, and pasta uh, with butter, or <laughs> rice with yeah. butter. Uh, you know, you, I mean, Leia's a true African. She loves rice. Um, yeah, 100%. You saw eaters today, too. I mean, mound down the rice. So, I mean, that aspect of it's cool. It's, it's cool to see your kids eat a lot of different foods um, and have them try different spices, seasonings, and things like that. It's, it's just. As much of it as it is an experience for them trying new things, it's an experience for you. Because yeah. now you're seeing, like, okay, this dude likes this. This is dope. Yeah. We can make this more. Or you add that seasoning is. to things. Or we added um, seasoning to her her rice cereal to see if she liked it. Like, it's those little things that, you know, encourage and promote her taste buds. Because yeah. if you don't promote those things, how is she going to know? What I know that. The biggest compliment is if Idris is eating the food. Because sometimes he could be a really, really picky eater. And there's things that I've made where he's like, mm, no, nah, I don't want it. But it's, del- it's delicious. I I know. I, I, he's I, not ready for it yet. He's not, ready not, for Idris it yet. not ready for it. So I was like, all right, cool. But then, like, there'll be some simple soups that I'll make. And he's just, mm-hmm, just mowing it down. I was like, all right, cool. All right. So then you, you just remember that. You write down the recipe or, I mean, me, I never write down recipes. So that's just terrible on my part, which I need to I need to really start doing. But when you know that your kid loves a specific type of food, just, all right, write it down. Okay, cool. How can we incorporate uh, another element uh, into this food to make sure, like, you know, it, it, the, the, the flavor profile is a little bit different or... Um, adding a different type of protein, or adding yeah. um, like some more vegetables, or less. Or, or, yeah. So you just need, really need to figure out like what works for them, what works for you when you're preparing the foods for them. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, it's funny that we we went from like yeah travel to food, but it all it all, it all correlates. Yeah, you know, all correlates with with each other, and. Um, yeah, we're we're excited to talk more about how foods 
um, what foods kids love, uh, what we do, how we cook, um, when we go out to eat. Yeah, we, we have a ton of that. Yeah. But this is just the first episode. Um, obviously, we've traveled a lot um, in the four years that Leyland's been alive. Um, and Tony's also traveled a lot. And um, the goal is to continue to travel. I'm going to the Caymans for two weeks next weekend. Um, those are the things that I enjoy doing as a family. I, I mean, creating those memories are great. Um, but we're going to continue to you know, have these and continue to provide that knowledge because you don't know what you don't know. Um, and sometimes life gets really hectic with a kid and life and all those type of things. So we kind of just want to provide you some knowledge and some laughter and provide you the experiences that we have. And hopefully they help you and hopefully you laugh a little bit. Hopefully they can help you on your journey as a dad, or as, as a dad, as a new dad, as an old dad, as an African dad. But we just want to provide knowledge as two guys that have two kids that we love tremendously, have families that we love tremendously. And, you know, we just want to share our experiences with you guys and, and hopefully you enjoy so you have a scenario for me. Oh, I do, I do, I do. Let's so, um, go into that. <laughs> Let's go into that. So here's the scenario for Tony. All right. What, what do you got, man? All right. Question because, of the um, week. Let's go. So ahead. the question of the week, uh, he'll have a scenario that he'll pose to me. All what, right. What I would do in the situation. <sighs> Perfect. Next time, I'll have a scenario for him. And I would just we we'll just have a conversation about it. So uh, I'm really curious. Okay. To know Tony, ready? about what this is. Okay. I want I want to I want to know what you and Lena would do in this situation. Okay. Ask my son to eat his food, or I'll switch off the TV. And he stood up from his chair and switched off the TV. He is now playing by himself, abandoned both the food and the TV. What does that mean? Oh. <laughs> uh, What's crazy is that this has already happened. <laughs> um, yeah, because... All right, so we still put him... He's two and a half, so we still put him in the high chair. But there are times where he'll sit at the dinner table by himself. You know, you know, we're all sitting together. Or, you know, if we're being lazy, we'll sit in the living room. But then, like, he won't have any... He, he won't eat his food. I'm like, all right. Keeps. I'm going to turn off the TV if you're not going to eat your food. This dude, sometimes, he'll just pick up his plate and just throw his plate. And, you know, oh, my gosh. I tell you, sometimes it's just like, my guy. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I, uh, why? Like, why? And, it's, and sometimes it's so hard to reason with them. So, normally what I... What I, I tend to do with Idris is, like, if he's acting out, like, like that type of situation, it's like, all right, I'll take him into the corner, and I'll I'll say, like, Idris. I'll, I'll have him make eye contact with me. Like, Idris, like, why why are you doing this? Like, I want to understand like, your mindset what, right what, now. What is, what is going on? Like, what, you know, are you hungry? Uh, do you want me to turn the, the uh, to a different show? Um, or, or is it just like you're not, you're not, you don't want anything to do with any of it? And so, finding out what the root of the problem is, but if he's not communicating that with you, 
for me, it's just understanding that what he did was like wrong, especially when he threw the plate across the the floor or like it's just absolute chaos. So ensuring that he has like eye contact with me is is important. And I'll say to him to say sorry to one because it's important for him to know that he has done wrong and yeah, yeah, yeah. that like all right, I shouldn't do this again. Chances are he'll do it again. Yeah, but it's too. It's, it's, yeah, 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 it is what's going to happen, but like, obviously, you have that conversation with him. You let him know, like, bro, <laughs> this ain't okay. It's, you can't be throwing your food around the house. Yeah. And, well, not only in the house, but like, say we're at, at a restaurant. Like, like yeah, 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 you're preparing him for that. That, that, oh, see, that is a nightmare. It's another thing in terms of. Two things I feel like parents are terrified of is being on a plane and your child's crying uncontrollably. Yeah. And then being in a restaurant, like a nice restaurant, and your child is freaking out. Bro. Um, it, I mean, it's terrifying. Luckily... So you've been in, have you been in that situation? In terms of... Like, lay throwing a tantrum, like, at home, like, oh, food, yeah. or, she, or at the restaurant? Listen, she's done that before, and she understands that she has cover with her grandparents. So Chris's parents and my parents. Yeah, yeah. We're at a restaurant. Karma, you know, that's my spot. And we're there. And she's acting acting a fool and crying. I said, Leigh, I'm, I don't want to have to take you out of here, but we will. I think she was probably two and a half, three, maybe. But she wouldn't calm down. I want my pad. I want my pad. All right, bro. Please calm down, Leigh. I don't want to have to take you out of here. I don't want to take you out of here. We want to calm down. So we went to the car, put her in a car seat, strapped her up. I'm like, listen, we will leave and we'll come back and pick up mommy and me, mom, be bum. So you figure out what you want to do. Mind you, car is on, she's in her car seat, and I'm in the driver's seat. So that, I think it clicked. I'm like, let's calm down. This is unacceptable. Blah, blah, blah. She calmed down. We went back inside. We had to get dinner. And she didn't even use the pad. Oh, wow. So it's... Her under like and I obviously were we gonna leave? Probably not. But having her believe that we're gonna leave, her being in the car, the car being on, her in her car seat strapped up, she thinks that we're about to leave. Yeah, yeah. And she, you know, she calmed herself down. But it's also like grandparents are like, oh, it's fine, Leland, calm down, calm down, Leland, calm down. And I'm like, all right, nope. Walked her out, went to the car, and we figured it out. But, like, I understand those moments are going to happen. And I'm not, am I upset about them? No, I understand that they're going to happen because she's a kid. Cool. But I don't want it to repeat. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So if I can sit here and, and show you, like, bro, we don't do this. You want to come out to a restaurant and have a good time. You like being out, you like being with family and eating good food. Mm-hmm. Then we have to act right. And I feel like she understands that um, because. Of, of moments like that where I'm like, bro, this is unacceptable. So then, if this was you when you were growing up, how would, <laughs> how would your how would your after bad react so to the situation? It it would have just been like I feel like my dad would have just been very upset. My mom would have said like we they would have handled it at home. <laughs> they only handled it at home, which is like, 
I get it, and that's how they handle things. But for me, I want to handle it in a sense of, bro, what you just did, I'm going to handle it right now. Mm-hmm. And then we can go back in, and you can have a good time. You can enjoy being with your grandparents. You can enjoy being with your friends. You can enjoy being with your people. But, like, um, I feel like a lot of times um, African parents just get upset and get mad. And then it's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. Like what you did, you don't understand like why it was bad because they're just so mad. But all you know is that when you get <laughs> you home, get home, it's over. It's like yo, my, it's you're sitting there, and you're like yo, my life is over. Like I'm sitting, like you my can't, life is over. But see, here's here's the thing: when you were saying like, okay, when uh, when you talked to Lay at the time, she can go back to him doing her dinner. Yeah. Like back with us, we're literally sitting the whole time. Nah, like, yo. Nah. Like yo, I might die when I get home. I might yeah, die when I get home. I'm not, I'm not, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't even want this food anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. It's. So, I don't want to be here. It's so bad. It's so bad. But I mean that. That's life. And I mean, I feel like those instances, in terms of like knowing that, it helped you prepare to be like, okay, bro. Like, I didn't get that understanding on like what I did wrong because I'm a kid. Like, I don't understand it. But now, like, trying to explain that, and obviously kids aren't always going to understand it, but if you try to break it down as much as possible um, to them, and, and I always say to Leg, do you understand? Sometimes she has no idea. She's just saying, she's just saying like, all right, bro, shut up. And I, and I know that. But at some point, it's going to click. I'm like, all right, yeah, this dude don't like this. He don't like this right here. He don't yeah. like when I do this. And when I do this, he acts differently. Mm-hmm. So I probably should stop doing that, because more times than not, we're chilling, having a good time, playing, I'm throwing her up, or playing games, or you know, having a good time. And I'm not, you know, I, I want to be a fun person. I want to be a fun dad. But in those situations where I have to be like, I don't want to be the enforcer. I want to be that guy that's like, yeah. let it go to your room. Yeah. I'm taking this. I don't want to uh, do that. It's tiring. It's it's annoying. Like I want to have good time. I want to do that. So at the end of the day, I feel like. To some extent, she understands it, but not all the time. Um, and as a result, she sees him like, yo, this dude changed. I, maybe I just not, maybe yeah, I shouldn't yeah, do this yeah, should because more times than not, he's he's happy, go lucky, having a good time. And yeah. I get whatever I want. But then I got to switch into this bad guy because you ain't acting right. Like, that's not what I want to do. Um, but come it, back up. Yeah, it's, you know, um, and those are the moments. Like as a as a dad, you're like, come on, bro, be better. Like, be better. Like, this isn't what I want to do. Help me um, help. And that's and that's and like, I try to help her understand that. Like, I don't, and I I want to, I give her warning. Mm, yeah. Like, please, like, yeah. bro, I don't want to take your toys away. I don't want to take. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I really don't. But like, right. come on, bro. Lessons have to be learned. That's the most important part. Lessons have to be learned, Micah. Yeah, that's it. It is a mistake. You're a kid, and you made a mistake. But at the end of the day, I can't just sit here and like, oh yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Like, there's consequences for your actions, bro. And whether you learn them now or you learn them out in the on the world, I'd rather you learn them here mm. because 100%. the consequences out there are gonna be more drastic than they are here. Me taking your toys, it is what it is. Yeah. You're going to get it back in two weeks, it is what it is. That's it, yeah. So, that's... Next two weeks? Dang! 
I do like a day. Nah, <laughs> I want you to feel that pain. In two weeks? Bro, she had her dresses wow. on for like Weeks, bro. It was like two and a half, almost three weeks. Man, that's PTSD. That's like when my mom used to take our our PlayStation controllers and hide them, and then she forget about them. She she didn't know where she put them, and that would irk me. All right, mom. All right, Tony. You can have it back. I don't know where it is. If you guys find it, you can have it, bro. Where do you put them? And that makes you not want to act up because because it's like she don't even care about your belongings, (laughs) bro. What? And it was constant. And then all you want to do is like a 12-year-old or 8-year-old just play your video games. And now you're looking everywhere. Everywhere. For you your controller. Anywhere. Or the system. Okay, you take the system. And <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That's even worse. Because the, on the on the low, what we could do is like, uh, you ask a friend for your controller. And yeah. then like... Well, at, at the time, the, the PlayStation was, like, obviously, it, they had the plug-in uh, cord. So, I, if we were just watching TV, I had the pillow there, just, like, you know, yeah, pretending like, you know, like we were goodness. playing it. But the system gets taken away? Yeah, she take the, she take the system, bro. Yeah, yeah, got hip, she got hit to that afterward. <laughs> bro, that was, that was miserable. And it was like, I don't know where I put it. I just put it away somewhere. And it's like, so, yeah, we, I mean, we take her stuff, but at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is, but. So that's a good uh, segment, a good segue into the last segment, which is one good thing, one bad thing. So. From this week, you go first. So one good thing, one bad thing is basically like, we'll, we'll just say like, you know, what's one good thing your kid did this week? What's one bad thing that they did this week? Um, so, you know, one good thing with Idris, you know, we, we did, uh, he did swimming lessons this week. So this is his second set of lessons. And like, he's, he's actually, for one, this kid's like, he's a, he's a dolphin. The kid loves water. I mean, first of all, his mom is from... Yeah, and my black ass from West Africa, but I don't swim that like that. So, uh, but it's you know it's it's in our blood. We you know we can swim if we need to. (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, I mean he he actually not to say he never follows directions, but he he's so intentional about when he's learning the lessons when the instructor is saying okay it's time to like lay back and kick your feet or it's time to do the wall climbs or um you know to find the fish so like when in the in the early stages of him trying to crawl through the water to get the the fish it took it took you know a few few tries but now he's just like all right, I got it. Boom, 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 boom. And so, like, me, I'm like, all right, yeah, happy day. All right, cool, cool, cool. So it's 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 amazing to see. I'm, I'm happy that he's loving it. I remember when I was doing swimming classes, I mean, I was, I, I love swimming class. But then when I moved up here, man, it was, nah, it was, it was, one, too cold to be going out 
in uh like we moved in December, so I wasn't gonna get into any summer lessons from December through you know April now, and then I just lost interest after that. But it's just great to see that he is is enjoying it, and it gets me in the water too. So you know, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll be alright. And then one bad thing. Oh God, it's the same night actually, the Monday, <laughs> the Monday. All right, I put this, so we, uh, you know, he, we we do our, our nighttime routine. You know, he takes a, a bath, he brushes his teeth, he moisturizes, puts his hair care products in, um, read a story. Uh, we have a hatch, so we turn on the lights. We turn on the fan. We turn on the, the the color that he wants. So we make that like a little game. Then we do our little stretches and exercises just to help him decompress and all that. I'm like, all right, cool. So then <clears throat> he lays in his bed. He, he's like, all right, good night, Dad. And uh, he tells me to leave. Sometimes I, I stay in his room to, you know, because sometimes she just wants us in. But for some reason that night, he was like, all right, Dad. Good night. You can leave. I'm like, all right, cool. Perfect. I was like, this is straight. So I, I go into the bedroom. I'm talking to Leno and, you know, just on my phone, just checking some stuff. And we have a, a Miku monitor, so I'm checking it on my phone. Like, you know, this dude's still up. He's like moving around way too much. And I like hear a little scattering around. Oh, I'm like, let me just let me just go in and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, what's going on. Bro, when I tell you, as soon as I walked into the room, I'm oh like, God. I'm like, Idris, did you poop? Yes. I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm like, okay, all right. Cool. All right, that's that's fine. Just because, like, all right, he was already ready for bed, but sometimes it's a hassle to change him into, like, new diapers, whatever. Bro, when I tell you... <laughs> He's wearing his onesie, mind you. Like, I unzip the onesie, I check. Bro, there's poop all on his leg, all uh, on his back. I'm like, Idris, come on, bro. Really? It's like 10 o'clock now. And I'm just like, yeah, we need another bath. And so that's another hassle of, like, 20 minutes, putting putting him all together. But now he's hyped. He's he's up because we turn on the lights. We turn we gave him a bath, all this other stuff. So he thinks like this is like a new like yeah, start all over again. Oh my so we didn't get to bed. He didn't get back to bed until like 10.45. He fell asleep maybe like around like eleven. And bro, I I was I was hurt. I I'm like, oh my goodness, man. My goodness. That's and tough. this happened mind you, this this is the the second time that week actually that it happened. <laughs> At least he told me that he pooped. Yeah, because that would suck. If you had to go in there and you're like, ah gosh. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's or, or 
or that it was a it was, I'd rather it be a onesie than a two uh a two piece because then it'll be on the <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like say he was like laying on his bed, it'll then, be on his oh, gosh. Yeah. That would have been bad. Yeah, that that would have been, been bad. That would've been trash. All right, so um, what do you got? So for me, um Leyland's in school five days a week. Um and we ask a lot of questions because we want her we want to know what's going on in school. And she said her friend Lola um, doesn't like to play with boys. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, on the ride to school, we, we have these conversations, and I said to her, I said, well, Leigh, you gotta, you gotta, you know, tell Lola that she needs to play with everyone, and, you know, just be that good person that brings everybody together. Obviously, I'm talking, I have no idea if she's listening to me, whatever. But, um, I go to pick her up at lunchtime, 12 o'clock, and the teacher says, she is so funny. I said, oh, God. <laughs> what did she do now? Um, but the teacher said, Leyland said to everyone that everyone needs to play with everyone. Because my daddy said that everyone needs to play with everyone. Because that's the nice thing to do. And the teacher said, so they're listening to you. And, and obviously, that's awesome because... Like she's listening to me, but at the same time, it's like my daddy said it's like oh, oh, oh goodness. Here we go. But yeah, I mean those those are those are cool moments that you know you'll never forget. Um well, that's, but that's that's kinda that's that's, that's kinda cool yeah. because like she's learning and listening and understands that like that's important. So that's cool. That's true. Um the bad is she doesn't know when she's hungry or tired. Um, so as a result, she turns into a different human and you can't control her. The, the good thing about it is we've told her that she needs to calm herself down. Um, but the issue is, she's like, I need to calm down. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. Yeah. But then she won't listen to you while you're telling her what she needs to do to calm down. All right, Lay, take a deep breath. Calm yourself. I don't know how to do that. I want, I need you to help me calm down. Jeez. She's freaking no. out and it's, she's tired or she's hungry and she's not listening to reason. And at the end of the day, it's, it's obviously a learning experience, yeah. but it's also like, bro, I'm telling you how to calm down. I don't know how to take deep breaths. Bro, just breathe. I don't know how to do that. And it's it's those are the moments because now it's like a 15-minute ordeal mm. to calm her down. And the whole time she's saying, I just want to calm down. I just want to calm down. But she can't calm herself down enough to listen. Mm. Okay. And that's the problem. And then it, and that's already and it's her. And then it's she's tired and hungry. And then it, it's escalating. Yeah. And it's like... I'm happy that she she's mindful that like yo I need to calm down, but at the same time like bro you're not listening. So then how are you finding ways to to help her to calm down? I say, do you want me to hold your hand? Do you want me to calm down? And then it's it gets to a point where it's like all right, lay like I'm trying to help you, but you're not listening. Mm-hmm. So you're either gonna have to go to bed or like what it like how do you? Okay, just just hold my hand. And it's mm-hmm. but it's understanding like bro. She's tired. She's hungry. Like, there's a reason she's acting like this. And yeah. just, just being mindful and having that empathy because, bro, we all get in those moments where we're not having a good day. And as a kid, she doesn't understand that. She doesn't understand, like, 
yo, I'm hungry. Like, this is the reason why I'm upset. And it's for us, it's our job to um, help them understand that and help them understand, like, like, you need to pay attention to your body. Like, if you're hungry, let us know. If you're tired, let us know. Yeah. And so it's sometimes now where we'll be like, Lay, are you tired? And she'll be like, no. And she'll, or she'll be like, no. And then later she'll be like, yeah, I'm a little tired. I want to go to bed. Yeah, and it's real having them understand, like, bro, you can be tired. That's okay. Like, you're totally. not going to miss anything. And it's, I feel like she's learning that little by little. But at the same time, it's like, there's still moments where she's like, I don't want to miss anything. And it's, I want her to be... Like, I don't want to be like, stop crying. That's not good. I want her to be able to control her emotions and understand what they are. So we kind of tell her to go to your room if you want to cry mm-hmm. and cry up there. And then when you're ready to come back downstairs, but it's, it's still a process. I mean, she's four. Yeah. And like, we're yeah. giving her like adult processes to deal with her emotions. Which is, which is great. I mean, I, I think personally, I mean, maybe not everyone will agree, but I think if you talk to them. If you explain things as a kid, but in a in, in an adult, adult manner, manner. Yep. yeah, I think that is going to go. Yeah, and I feel like she understands it, but she can't implement those ideas yet. Yeah, and yeah, she can sure. implement them a little bit. So it's you know just understanding that like she's she's learning still. She's learning who she is. She's learning what being hungry means. She's learning what being tired means. She's yeah. learning what. Um, being upset means like understanding that, yeah. um, and so as a result, you're you're teaching her these things as she goes, and she'll pick it up little by little. Um, but at the same time, like those moments are are teachable, and it's like mm-hmm. if you're getting upset, and she's upset, and now everybody's upset, it's it's a process, and it's like it's trying to keep yourself in control while you're like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's, it's gotta, very hard. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's the easiest thing in the world. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, that, that is very hard because you've had a day. Mm-hmm. You've had a day. You've worked. You've had, you know, your boss ask for stuff and, and things like that. Like, you've had a day. Yeah. So being mindful of, like, she's four. She's learning. I need to be patient with her. It's very hard. It's easy to say, like, yeah, yeah, just be patient with your kid. It's not easy because you don't yeah. like you're you you've had a day like you don't like you, yeah, you they know, had, they have their own day, you've had a day like yeah, and it's at that moment where like everyone's at the point like yo you need to go to bed to have your moments by yourself I need to go to bed yeah. or need to sit and have a drink to have my moments by myself and it's like those are and everyone just wants to be left alone yeah yeah but how do you get to that point when they're freaking out? Now you're upset. Like, that's it. And it's it's very hard because some nights it's just me and her. And it's like, you have to remember, bro, she's four. Yeah. And she's upset. But also, like, you've had a day. Like, what if you had a bad day? And it's like, how do you deal with that as a parent in terms of, like, trying to still be mindful and provide her empathy when she's... It's tough. It, it's a hundred percent tough, but that's, that's part of parenting. That's the joys of it. Like, and, and those are, those are a lot of the topics that we're going to discuss, yeah. you know, it's throughout just, the episodes. It's like, it's empathy. It's empathy. Um, and it's, it's like understanding. I think it's understanding on both parts, like understanding for the kids, 
and it's the job of the parents to help them understand as much as possible. Yeah. And it's continually saying it over and over again until it clicks. Because at one moment it's gonna click and you're gonna be like, oh, Oh, like she she understands what I mean. And those are the moments where you're like, yo, this is all worth it. Like yes, this yes. is dope. Like I love that she understands this. It, but it's also it's cool because you're seeing like what you do work. Just like I said, my daddy said we need to yeah. like that's a cool moment for yeah. me. Because people are people other people are seeing that like, yo, like this dude's really like taking time to sit and have a conversation with his daughter. Um, and like, I want that, like, I want that type of relationship. So, um, to be able to, to hear what she says and give her feedback and then she can take that feedback and use it and tell it to other people is amazing. Yeah. Of course. Um, it's like one of the best things about parenthood. Um, so yeah, I mean, so that, I mean, they're good and bads. And I mean, as always, you're going to have good and bads, but like more times than not, it's, it's more good than bad. And the bad moments are a few and far between mm-hmm. and you're just gonna, you know, it's a memory and it is what it is, but it's as you're learning, they're learning and it's, it's just, you know, you're building towards better. 100%. That's, uh, the joys of parenthood, the joys of parenthood. So, well, that is it for this first episode of new African dads. Um, we'll, we'll be back, uh, very soon. Um, we're trying to do this out every week. Um, and yeah, just let us know what you would like to see. Um, you know, we'll be on YouTube, Apple music, Spotify. So like subscribe. Yeah. We want your Uh, feedback. Like what did you like? What didn't you like? Is it too long? Too short? Yeah. What topics do you want to hear? Like, those are the things we want because like we're here, we're facilitating this, but at the end of the day, like. We want to provide content that um, that you want to hear about um, from our experiences yep. um, that can help you in your lives. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we just want to provide knowledge and, you know, help out in any way we can. Indeed. All right. We'll check you out. Bye. It's Johnson. That was freaking out. Please, Teddy, out.